0: What's going on, everyone? Canada here. We are The Honesty Nerds, and today we ask you to be brave, be bold, be dauntless, as we are talking to the creators of the new, exciting indie stories publisher, Dauntless Stories. Now, their mission is to publish the boldest stories in fantasy, sci-fi, and more by some of the most fearless creators in the industry. We're going to be able to talk to them about creating these stories because no matter the medium, it's the stories that cling and bind us together. Now, you know we love sci-fi here, so we're going to be grateful to be joined by editor-in-chief of Dauntless Stories and writer for Deadly Living, Marcus Jimenez, and writer of Through the Shadow, Easton Diverna. What's up, guys? Hey, what's up? Hey, thank you for joining us. And of course, we are joined by nerds Chris and Griffin. Hey, guys. Hi. now if you enjoy the conversation please like the video and subscribe to the channel and Dauntless has a really cool way you can support their projects by becoming a producer for their upcoming releases and we'll post information in the description below where you can contribute to their Greenlight program i just want to start off by thanking you both for joining us and uh and marcus i just want to ask you uh you know what drew you to the comics publishing and how did Dauntless become to be
1: um excellent question so uh my day job, my regular job, I work as a video production specialist. So that's, uh, live events, you know, video editing, directing, commercial directing, all that kind of stuff. So when I started my freelance video company, I told my business partners, we're going to be a creative Hydra. So we're going to have our video stuff. We're going to have our video games, if we ever get to that. But most importantly, the next stage in our evolution is comics. Hmm. That was three, three years ago now. And um, last year, as you know, I made comics for years. I've been making comics since I was a kid. It's mostly just been like you know fan comics or mini scenes that you put on Tumblr and all the other stuff. And um, I wrote *Dead Living* about two years ago in 2019. Uh, the first draft of it, um, I went to Gavin Gidry, who's my artist on the book. Uh, you know, he did *Going to the Chapel* um, and a bunch of other stuff. Um, and I was like, hey. I love working with you. Here's a list of ideas that I want to do. And you pick whichever one you like, and we go from there. He picked Deadly Living. And from there, it was just, you know, us working side by side, coming up with the designs and the art. And once we had our 10 pages, I kickstarted the book with him and Taylor Esposito and Addison Duke. And um and the book got funded. I realized that there is an audience out there that's looking for indie books. By even new creators like myself, like someone who's never been published before, um, so uh, as I was going through the Kickstarter, I also knew that there were so many indie books that were on the rise, crowdfunded, and just you know new creators that weren't getting picked up by publishers either because they were going to Kickstarter to do it, or you know just the pandemic forced everybody to kind of band down the hatches and close yeah. off, you know, taking on new stuff. So. Um, I decided one day, screw it, I'm gonna do the thing. I'm gonna make a publisher. I see. I started making all these friends in the indie world and, and hearing their stories of pictures that don't make it, even though the stories aren't fantastic. And um, I just decided, let me see what I can pull out of my pocket. What, what can I push to bring these stories to life for these creators? And that's how Dallas was born. It was the idea of like doing the damn thing, being brave enough to make yeah. your stories make them a reality and you know let the world see it the work that you've done so far
0: no that's 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 awesome and i'm i'm always big on like a, a brand's identity and when i saw be fearless i was like okay that's that's cool it's a, similar to like brands i've worked for in the past so i really appreciated that um in an in i would just like to bring you in and ask you a question what what brought you to uh too dauntless? Was it that brand identity to, to write something fearless or?
2: Um, well, yeah, that's definitely part of it. Uh, it's funny, Marcus and I connected right around the time that um, I was running a Kickstarter for um, a fantasy epic called a Guardian that I'm doing with Kay Baird and Sean Daly. Um, that was about a year ago in August that we launched that. Um, can you guys hear me okay? Do I still sound like a robot?
3: You sound like a robot, but it's cool. semi-robot. <laughs> but it's great. It's cool.
2: <laughs> okay, I, I've got, I've got to try to try off my uh my my, my robot voice. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and then, then uh, Marcus, Marcus was um, he actually got in touch with me uh, through Twitter, and we started chatting because he was uh, going to be launching um, Deadly Living Kickstarter, and we started talking, and that's how we kind of connected, and we've been uh, we've been friends really since then. Um, and Marcus, I think you uh, approached me while you were still developing Dauntless, um, while it was still in sort of the uh, beginning stages and building it, saying that, you know, uh, it would be cool to work together on something or, or for me to pitch something to you. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. I love the idea of the company. He was telling me that he wants to focus more on the graphic novella. Um, different types of stories uh you know working with some pros or short stories or blends of of the two and i was working in something in uh in that format with with sean um, that we're still working on sort of behind the scenes but uh it sounded amazing to me um and then marcus circled back right right as uh they were getting ready to launch and he was like hey so uh what do you got can you pitch something for me we're we're looking at, to get it, uh started soon and so i sent him the idea for through the shadow of titans it was originally going to be a short story uh for one of the anthologies that dawns is doing um but luckily and happily for me um, and i hope for everyone else uh, marcus liked it so much he said hey do you think you can expand this into into a larger story um and i, I kind of had this idea in the back of my head for a while uh, I kind of knew, knew the, the characters, characters at this point, point though I haven't really, really fleshed them out or got them onto the page. Um, and, and I, I knew there was a potential for something bigger there. there. Um, and so I, I, jumped I jumped at the, the chance. chance. Uh, super super, super happy, happy to be to be working on this bigger book now.
0: No, that's awesome. And uh and through the shadows is the was the the shadows pro uh, tier that I actually got on your green light program because oh, nice. uh, that was the uh, that was the the story that I was really I, like i really clung to I was just really fascinated about it um oh, I guess awesome. for a, thank you uh one one question for the both of you would be kind of like why sci-fi fantasy Like right? those cool. are the two genres that I get really excited about so I'm wondering when I saw that that you guys that's kind of like your focus right now it seems.
1: Yeah. Marcus, uh, you want to start there? Yeah, I can jump in. Uh, So one of my favorite things in the world was Harry Potter, like the whole fantasy world. um, As I started as a writer, I don't know if you know this about J.K. Rowling, um, is when she was planning out the book, she actually developed the entire world, like two characters, backstories from when they were born till they die, or every character in, in the entire series of Harry Potter. So that world building Uh-oh. of fantasy world and sci-fi world, it's just, it, it sucked me in when I was younger. So like uh-huh. I started developing my own universes and I realized it was superhero comics, you know, everything under the sun has, ar- has already been done. Uh, you know, an idea is always, everyone can have the same idea, but it's always about execution. Um, but uh, I felt like with a sci-fi fantasy world, the sky's the limit. Like when we were bringing like I haven't said this before on podcast, so you guys get the exclusive, but we're bringing other creators into the living universe to expand that IP. And, uh, and the main thing I say to every new person we bring in is nothing's off limits, whatever yeah. kind of power, whatever kind of story you want to tell you can in this universe, because the door is open. Like there's nothing you can't do in it. That's uh, awesome. So, uh, with that in mind, uh, so many fantasy stories can be set behind any other genre because at the end of the day, a good fantasy or sci-fi story is a drama at its heart. Yeah. And to be able to mix that with, uh, you know, noir or private investigation or whatever kind of genre you love, that mashup will still work because at the end of the day, they're character driven dramas and that's why we, we so settled true. on sci-fi and, and fantasy.
0: That's awesome. No, I love that. Uh, Easton, uh, what, what, what about you?
2: Um, yeah, yeah so, so I, since, since I was a little kid, kid I loved, um, fantasy. I'm more of a fantasy, fantasy fan, I think, than, than sci-fi, sci-fi, although I do love sci-fi, sci-fi, but, uh, I'm something about, like, like the, just the world of the fantasy, fantasy universes. universes, um, um since, since I was, I was little, have always, always fascinated, fascinated me. me. Um, um like, I, like, I was probably, like, like in fifth grade when I first tried to write my own fantasy novel, and it was probably just, like, a really bad, uh, you know, version of, Lord of the Rings or something something starring like (laughs) my my friends and me. Uh, Uh, I just just wrote it down in a notebook notebook and (laughs) and (laughs) and (laughs) obviously it was terrible. I was in fifth grade, I had no no, idea what I was doing. Um, But it it just always kind of stuck with me. I've always been drawn to the power or you know these other worlds and you know races and characters and cultures and creeds and things like that that can exist in these fantasy universes. And I started, I it's always been a little, a little bit intimidating. intimidating? Um, I've, I've read, read a lot of epic fantasy. fantasy. You know, sometimes, sometimes you get into things like the Wheel of Time or, or you know, Game of Thrones, Thrones, and you have and there are just so many. And I'm thinking to myself, myself like, like wow, I do I have, have, to have to write like 13, 13 novels <laughs> to <laughs> to be a fantasy author? And obviously, the <to>, answer is <laughs> no, you don't. So one day. I was just like, like, no, I'm, I'm just gonna sit down and, and write a fantasy book, book. I've, always I've always wanted, wanted to. to. Uh, and so, so that, that was, was A Guardian, Guardian, the one I was telling you guys a little bit about earlier. earlier. Um, um, and and I kind, kind of was, was like, all right, I, I can do this. this. Like, like this, this, this is, is, I'm having a lot of fun. fun. Um, had, had, had a great creative team with me and that was, you know, helping me along, giving me some really good ideas, bringing it to life. And I don't know, I just, it's kind of like, you know, a snowball. And once I started doing that one, I had this other idea for Through the Shadow of Titans, And, And, you know, know, again, again, you know, Marcus said, said you can pitch me whatever you want. We are going to be doing some fantasy and sci-fi. I was like, well, that's perfect. I have a fantasy idea. But I've always just been a fan of the genre. And I'm happy that we're seeing a lot of really great modern fantasy stories coming out right now. It's really a good time for
0: it. No, no. I mean, it's really exciting kind of just to see you both create these sandboxes and and have that free range to play with them um i think that's kind of like we all love doing uh even like as little kids you know um yeah Uh, yeah
2: yeah.
0: i I thought you wanted to come in and ask some questions Uh,
4: yeah easton i mean that that the way you laid everything out um we definitely can all relate to that you know i i (laughs) remember You know, doing the same thing in, in in high school. I'm not a I'm not a, a an awesome writer like you now, but still, <laughs> I can totally relate to that.
2: I'm sure um, you are. No, no. Thank you. <laughs>
4: no, no. <laughs> I wish I was. Um, but you know what really intrigued me. I I really really enjoyed through the shadow of the Titans. Um, I liked the approach that you took with the the prose book slash graphic novella um it's really the first time that i've ever been experienced to it and i think it's a fantastic format um not just for me but i I think it's a great uh way to to kind of pull in younger readers to get them more interested in in reading you know and 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 trying to move past a a certain reading level for them um Mm -hmm. but it really benefits the story um and and that's really what I wanna hone in on. What really made you decide that um, a, a prose book, graphic novella was the best format in order to tell the story of Through the Shadow of Titans? Um,
2: great, great question. question. And, and so, so a couple, a couple, a couple parts, parts to that. that um, um, when well, I was, the, first the first time I was sort of exposed to, to that, that format, format um, I guess in a commercially viable and successful, a successful book was, book was reading uh, Scott Snyder, Snyder and Jeff Lemire's A.D. After Death, which is um, it's it's in a very, it's very similar format. Um, you you have, have, you know, know large, large chunks, chunks of prose, illustrations, and then, then just complete sections, sections of the comics pages. pages. And, and I read, I read this, this and I was like, like oh, my God, like, this, is this is really amazing. amazing. It's awesome. awesome. You know, I felt, I felt the, the same way. way. Like, like this, this is a really, really good way, way to bring in readers of prose pros or, you know, know readers of comics kind of blend, blend, blend the, world, the world, dip, dip your, your toe in, and little Um and I was so like, so how come there, are there aren't more books being done like this right, this right now? now? Yeah. Um, and and I, had, I, had I had this idea, idea for a young adult book, which is the other one that's, that's kind, of kind of going on behind the, the scenes that I'm doing with Sean in the, the same, same format. format. Um, um, and it was my, my wife who encouraged, encouraged me to to explore that format because she is a teacher of elementary school level students. And you hit the nail on the head when you said this is a great way to bring... You know, students, students who might, might be a little, a little bit, bit more um, intimidated, intimidated by, by reading prose. prose you know, you, know you, you open a book and it's all, and it's all just heard. words. Yeah. Uh, especially, especially if you're if you you know, if you're, if you're feeling a little, a little challenged bit challenged by, by reading um, at, at that, that age, age. That you know, it still, still has the, the pictures, it still has the comics. You know, there are so many great young adult or middle grade graphic novels there right now that she is teaching and her students love and relate to and just like consume and and they they really just adore them. Um, and um, and so, so she was saying, like, why, why don't, don't you totally do that? Like, this, this, would, this would be something that you can even teach to in the classroom, classroom uh, and, and just, just help, you know, help, you know, build upon those reading and levels and hopefully increase them, them you know, with the students who, who may be a little bit intimidated, intimidated by, by larger prose pros books. books. Uh, uh, it's just is a good blend of the two. And I don't know, I have a lot of fun working in it. There are things that you can do writing this way, um, you know, that you you can't can't do if you're writing just a straight up comic. I I feel like you get a a lot more into a character's character's head head, um, um, rather than 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 just just giving you blocks blocks of text on a comics page. page. Um, Um, You can can do that with a narration, narration, but then also, also, you know, I'm working with Jade John on art and she is just an incredible artist and director and she can do such a better job of displaying, you know, a character's emotion on a really intimate moment on, on their face, face or, or doing a really, really bad action sequence, sequence that would be you know, know, way cooler to look at reading my narration. So, so you, you can kind, kind of just, just pull from, from uh, you, know, you know the best, best of both worlds and try and combine them.
0: them. I, no. I, I suffer from pretty bad dyslexia. So reading just a normal comic is more challenging for me because I start reading it backwards, and then yeah. I don't know how to connect the visuals to the words that are going on. But to read uh, through the Shadow of Titans, I could read the prose and then through the images I was able to kind of just, it was able to to visualize easier for me in my mind to kind of read what I should like, kind of like what emotions they were feeling. And it Mm -hmm. resonated with me a a little better. I really enjoyed that format. Jade was the main artist, right? Yes,
2: yes, yes, Jade is on art. And Sean, is an, an artist, artist too, but he's, he's doing is letters and formatting for this, this book. book.
4: Yeah, so with with your words and Jade's art, it's just, it's it's, it's the symbiosis between the yeah. two is fantastic. And it, it just, really is. <laughs> I got to page 13 and I was
1: like, I, what, I need more. <laughs> 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 That's uh, why God I supported God. the green light. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
4: <laughs> exactly. Uh,
1: if you don't mind, <laughs> thank you so something. much um what you guys are all saying really hits the nail on the head for why I picked up this book for Dallas as a publisher um uh, like Easton said his wife brought, really pushed him into this idea my girlfriend was also the catalyst for me pushing into this same direction because for her she doesn't really like reading the the balloons through mm. uh through a comic book page um and she'd rather read you know see the page on the right side or yeah. left side and or the panels dispersed and then reading the prose. And I was like, that's a brilliant like way to read comic books. And I think coming from like a screenwriting background, um, your your words are always best presented when an actor can give that emotion. But there's no better director or actor than what your head can imagine. Mm. So with, with what Easton's doing in those words, along with Jade's art, by it, some people can't picture characters. So by showing them what the characters look like, what yeah, they yeah. act like, how they fight, and then giving them Eason's words of what they're seeing in their heads, what they're thinking, your brain starts putting the the characters to acting inside that. And there's no better experience of reading both your imagination along with seeing art that pushes it even further and gives you a, a sense of the world more than you can just get off the regular page.
3: That's so true too. One of the things that stood out to me when I was reading the prologue for uh, Through the Shadow of Titans was the strong characterization and world building. Like I've had a sense of what that world is like. Uh, Uh, That's that's, that's awesome. awesome Uh, Honestly, uh, this this is great great feedback.
2: Uh, Don't Um, let let, let the uh, the optimistic ending of of the uh, uh, prologue for you though. The family the is is, uh, is, is getting they're, they're in, in for it. it. Their the journey has is just, just
0: begun. begun right? No, no, real quick. Uh, no, no, no. Marcus no. said we could ask you guys anything, and this since I uh, <laughs> am endeared to this story, uh, and and Marcus, <laughs> how you how you said it, it you you kind of get a real sense for the world, and I almost got the same atmospheric feel to um one of my favorite video games was Love. Planet. I was uh, playing yeah, it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, like, yeah. 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 And like some of this, the snowy aspects of that kind of gave me a feel for the the story. Are we going to get any more cool monsters or anything as we go oh, yeah, along? Yeah. Oh, yes.
1: okay. You guys, <laughs> you guys uh, are going um, in for a treat.
0: I, don't <laughs> no, no, I, I was like, I was just like, this just seems like it's going to be a rich world. And I'm just curious, what are the creatures? or there's going to be like big bads coming along? Cause it's like, yeah, yeah, feel a little are. optimistic at the end.
1: <laughs> Don't feel optimistic. I'm saying that now. Don't feel optimistic. <laughs> you gotta, yeah, Canada. Remember, you gotta kill your darlings. Remember yeah, we talked yeah. about this. <laughs> hey, Easton sent me a page today from the manuscript that Jade is doing some art for, so that you guys, by back in the project, will see on our Discord. Okay. Um, right, right when we get that, Discord always gets to see new art first uh, when you back the, as a producer, and then we'll you know share pieces of it. But oh my God, is it like. Don't be hopeful. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, and, oh, that's
4: what, and, and, like, and I love the format, again, with, with the prose book and the the graphic novella, because you're able, uh, it, it differs, you know, like I, I'm reading it one minute and it's reading like a novel with just like a, a, a cool little picture at the bottom, and then you have paneling you know and, yeah. and you have whole pages that are that are paneling and then it switches back to the the novel format like that that balance right there just must it must offer you so much freedom when you're trying to tell your story um um are, can you expand on on how much more of that we would end up seeing in, in the as we continue on in the story like can we expect to see like yeah. splash pages or anything like that or yes yes, yes absolutely, absolutely. All right, good. Yeah. yeah, yeah so you're going to see.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go sorry, ahead.
4: ahead. No, no. Go ahead.
2: Excuse me. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I, was I was just going to say, say that, um, so, so absolutely, absolutely that, that that is what's going to happen. Gonna you're going to see, you know, some some, some chunks, chunks of prose, a uh, couple pages of that, that with some illustrations, you know, accenting um, some, some more sort of like, like emotionally, emotionally resonant beats or, you know, intimate moments with the characters or, you know, sometimes when you see those uh, some so of the, the, the weird wild, wild monsters, monsters or, you know, there's, there's some magic in this book. book. Obviously, Obviously the Titans are part of it. Part um, of it. And, and so when we, we get, get to those sort of pivotal of moments, moments, you're, you're gonna, gonna see, see um, Jade's art, really art really coming, coming through, through and shining. shining. Uh, uh, my, my narration, narration is, is gonna, gonna carry us from, from point A to point B, get us into the character's heads, do some of that world building. And then really when it's time to hit the hit reader, reader in the gut, uh, you're, you're gonna, gonna see, see some, some really, really cool action sequences, sequences some, some really sad stuff, and, uh, and uh, yeah, so, so it, you're, gonna, you're gonna really get a lot of that throughout the book. Throughout uh, the book. Uh, and and it, it, it's, it's really so cool, cool it's, it's tough too because, tough because I love, love Jade's art so, so much. much, I, I want, want her to do illustrations for like every page, but it's not gonna be every single page. But you know, I have to pick and choose and it's gonna be tough once we're through the final edit of the manuscript.
1: That's I awesome. will say that even though he has to pick and choose, Easton picks all the perfect moments, and it's like images that you need to see <laughs> like throughout the book. It it sounded... images
4: that get like burned into your head too. Like that, oh, I mean, my... from the first page, the 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 picture of the blighted man holding the dead child. Like mm. as a as a relatively new father, like that haunted me <laughs> i don't ask the, i mean yeah. ask my go host when it comes to stuff dealing with kids or bad stuff happening to kids i don't do well it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't do well <laughs> don't do well with it um so i mean that i and that's when i'm reading comics when i'm reading novels i i want that visceral reaction like if i'm not <clears throat> if i'm not reacting that way then the the art or or the writing is not not good it's not impacting me the way that it should and again I I can't say enough good things about how great this this book is so Uh,
3: I I want to I want to swing this back to Marcus real quick uh I was wondering so like 2020 is a crazy year we can all (laughs) we can all remember that uh you're 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 launching these new indie titles in 2021 and like what's the marketplace like right now what's it like to be going on these journeys with these creators uh in such like a a changing marketplace
1: it's something that you know is kind of it invokes the same emotion as when you watch those documentaries about the indie guy uh the image guys the image boys right it's because you know you had the story of like Well, who we consider legends in the industry, who just one day were like, we're fed up with Marvel, we're fed up with everything like that, and we're going to do our own thing. Um, but now you jump, you know, 20, 25 years after the fact that, and in this industry right now, you have so many creators who are coming out of everywhere and, you know, publishers can't really, you know, take on everything. So they're, they're self-publishing. And if you look at the books that are self-publishing now compared to, you know, the indie books of 20, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago, it's so vastly different that, you know, some of them need to see more eyes. And I think that's my goal as a publisher is, you know, you have these books, like, for example, I put out a tweet one time and immediately regretted it. I've learned my lesson since then.
2: Uh, I just wanted to read,
1: (laughs) I wanted to read short stories. They're like um, six to 10 pages because we were getting ready to launch, uh, to announce our serial. Uh, which I can talk about in a bit. Uh, but we also have an, like an anthology book they were coming out with called Wildest Dreams. And, okay. um, and I was like, okay, how does a six page story fit in that structure? Like, do you get enough of a story? Do you get too little? And my Twitter got filled with like hundreds of DMs. Like I'm still oh, wow. <laughs> to people for weeks afterwards. And it was just people coming out of the woodwork, like all these people who want to be comic creators who are just waiting for that chance to go for it Mm. Um, and seeing all these pitches that are just cause of the overwhelming overwhelming sensation that comes with everybody getting uh these submissions it's just like i i want to put these voices out so when you're looking at this new landscape of comics in 2021 the way you got to think about it is you can't focus on the big names because you're gonna miss out on so many good stories coming from people with no real name yet. And I think some of the people we're working with, like Easton, like Sloan, like uh, Frankie, are gonna be the stars in the next five to 10 years. And you're gonna see it happen um, just because they're the hardest working people you'll probably meet in the industry. And that's what you have to focus on when you're looking at this landscape, is who's the hardest working people, who's putting up the best stories, and what are they doing to get to that point is it ki- are they kickstarting the book are they putting their own money into it those are the people who want to make comics and who deserve to have that respect in comics
3: nice i uh, i agree uh and i guess the same the same question to easton but sort of from a creator's perspective what's it like entering the marketplace uh you said that you your, your first story is still behind the scenes the one that you started uh a like especially with something that seems to not be as market tested as like a prose graphic novel i know that there's there's some in the Mm y a field but it's not the same established genre or medium rather as as say like a novel or uh, a comic what's what's that like uh and what's it like working uh through dauntless compared to other projects you've worked on
2: um yeah Yeah, so so Okay, okay, so first, first, I guess I'll we'll talk, talk about uh, uh, what's it like, like putting out a, a book that's in uh, a sort of sort unique format. Uh, it's, it's really, really exciting, format. honestly. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a little a bit scary because, like you said, um, you,
1: you don't, don't see, see a, ton a ton of
2: that in, in, in the mainstream. mainstream. And, and, you know, you know to me, be, I, I love reading, reading a book like that. Like I said, there's that one book by Scott Snyder and Jeff Lemire. another one. There's another one that sort sure. of uh, uh, is on the some borderline of that called or, um, My favorite, favorite Thing is Monsters. monsters. Uh, you, uh, know, you know, like you said, there are some, some of them like, YA hey, that hey, do, do that. that. But, but, you know, there's, there's not, not a ton in the in the, in the, the comics, comics market. market. And, you know, and, you we're, we're certainly, certainly sort, of sort of a comic, comic uh, at the end of the day. So it is exciting, it is a little bit scary, but,
1: you know, that was part of the thing that I really
2: liked about Marcus's enthusiasm when we started talking about this. You know and that goes to uh sort of like the brand uh the idea behind thomas is like yeah so what like there's not a hundred of these on the shelves we're going to be one of the first ones to put it out like let's be the trailblazers here let's let's pave the path for others and hopefully inspire other people to make books like this if they enjoy reading it um i'm having a lot of fun writing it and i really like to read a story like this so i would love it uh if i could you know go to a bookshop and pick up something that is you know, you know a, an, adult an adult fiction, fiction book, book but as you know, elements, you know elements of comics or graphic novel, or novel. In it. to me you know you, you got, got the best, best of the world, world beautiful, beautiful art and hopefully really good writing, writing. <laughs> um so, so I, I think, think I mean, Sorry, what sorry was the second part it's really good uh, writing you oh. don't have
0: to worry about that <laughs> uh, how, how does how does work uh
3: through dauntless as a publisher compare to other publishers you've worked with
2: okay um yeah, yeah so, so uh I've, I've kickstarted a couple, a couple of books before, um before, before in the past and Marcus can attest that is incredibly challenging and, and hard and as fun and rewarding as it is, because you are a, you know a one person show. Um, um you're 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 doing, doing the writing, the writing um, or you know, you know the, the art, art lettering, lettering, uh, the lettering, the marketing, uh, the, the fulfillment. You're, you're, you're working, working directly with the printer. printer, your, your customer, customer service, service to your backers, backers if you hit delays. delays. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot, lot of work. Of work. Um, um, but, but again, again it, it is rewarding. Work. I would wouldn't be planning, planning my fourth, fourth one pretty soon if I didn't like it. So that's a ton work. kind of a one-person show um I've worked, I've worked with uh, with, uh source press and, and i have um hopefully will a few other, other books lined up, up with them as, them as well uh, uh and, they're, and they're, they're they're honestly amazing um, they, they do, do a little, little bit more of the traditional monthly, monthly comics uh, uh so they they, they, they put, put out samurai grandpa, grandpa which was um, um one of my, one of my, my first, first published, published works books. um everyone there is amazing um honestly love working with them but i also like that they have a pro section as well so they also published a novel that i wrote called the runner um uh, which is which a is post-apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic story. story. <laughs> um, uh, but, but working the with, with, Marcus with Marcus and Gompus is has been I had, I had to apologize to Marcus, Marcus today because, because I know uh, I know he's he's, he's, he's working, working, uh he's, he's got, got a lot Apple, going on, uh, he's, he's worked with, with, with a lot of different, different creators, creators. And, and yeah, I, was I was texting him like machine gun texting. And I was just like, Oh, I got this idea. What do you think about this? And, and I'm like, like and then I and had to, to check, check myself and be like okay, okay so I'm sitting on my, my computer, computer at home writing and editing, and, and, and I'm, I'm just, just blowing on Marcus's phone, phone wherever he is, is uh, up, up in Massachusetts, Massachusetts so, so I was like oh, sorry, sorry dude, dude. Um, um, but it's but been amazing like I said you know, it, it. You know? <laughs> 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 but, but that's the type of relationship we have you know and just that's how Marcus is with everyone he's just always excited Uh, you know, know, that that, that enthusiasm enthusiasm just like exudes through him and and you can see it uh, in the work work that he puts puts out out, and the work work that he supports and the work that he wants to put out for Dawnless. So it's just been a blast so far. And like I said, you know, putting something down like this by yourself would probably be a lot scarier if I didn't have Marcus's blessing and enthusiasm behind it as well, doing it with Dawnless.
1: That's awesome. If you don't mind me chiming in really Please. quickly. Um, Dauntless is sort of like, you asked about like how it is in this landscape. Dauntless is sort of like running a 24 seven Kickstarter <laughs> right now. It's just like you're every branch of those things. Um, <clears throat> no, I think I think what's the most important aspect of what Ian Easton and I are doing and what, what I'm trying to do with the other creators is that there's always this, uh, what's the right word? Uh, there's always this sense, or someone yelling from the top of the you know, top of the hill that comics are dying, and you look at sales, comics not dying, absolutely yeah. not, not in the last five ten years. Um, but I think the only way for comics to move forward is to allow it to evolve with the new creators that come into the industry. So if you know if you don't like comics grow, if you don't like comics evolve into a prose, an illustrated prose novel, where we have splashes and, and double page spreads of comics, or, you know, you have the short form one shot or the 64 page graphic novella, where you get to read a whole story and one Sunday afternoon, you know, comics don't evolve. We get stuck in the same cycle that we've been in for the last 80 years. So with this new age of creators, I'm hoping that we can kind of spark, you know, innovation within the comic book field and any type of, story that you want to tell um but yeah uh working with easton is the best we're friends and i think that's th- that's the good part about making comics is you can be friends really good friends with the people that are making amazing work that's
3: yeah, so that's yeah, so great I, awesome, man. I i get a little bit of that here with these these two gentlemen yeah. and uh i i do some diy music booking and stuff and it's always great to come together with a room full of your friends and make make art happen
0: for Absolutely. sure. Now it's Good funny day. you mentioned that um, because I'm I'm recently a convert, um I did not like Invincible at first. <laughs> and, uh, we were arguing about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like, I was like coming up two with reviews. points.
4: Griffin and I was and like, like, were like, this is not Justice League. I cannot do this. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he killed the flash off in like the first 20 minutes. Like,
0: what? We were like, do yeah, do that's it. the point. <laughs> that's the whole entire point, Canada." <laughs> and then uh, by the end of the season, I'm over here begging everyone to to watch it and you gotta yeah, read it. I, I have because, not seen
1: the last two episodes. Okay, uh, we will no, no spoilers. We won't say anything else then.
0: But, but all I'll I, say is just like, now I kind of see the fun that you can have in kind of playing with these themes, but yeah. not be constrained by the mm-hmm. studio or whatever. You can have more free reign. And to see what you know writers and creators can do with their minds and play in these sandboxes is way more exciting and fun. So I'm really curious to see where all these stories are going to go, you know, Uh, it's And you really see that in
4: in Deadly Living, too. Like you really see how you guys are playing in the sandbox of the superhero genre, but then just pulling in the fantasy aspect.
1: Deadly Living is my homage to like my favorite, you know, team up books. It's it's my Fantastic Four. It's my Justice League. It's
4: also
3: like uh, that second Hellboy movie yeah uh, oh yeah there's that, is there, is that the the magic yeah. world just yeah. underneath and they go to that market right. and a lot yeah. of those those vibes i really like uh you you had mentioned earlier easton like epic fantasy i love I, I read a ton of fantasy and i always love these little shadow worlds that exist to the side of ours
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: that's, that's so, so much fun, fun. When, when i first uh was, was reading deadly,
2: deadly living, living uh marcus had sent uh, me uh an early copy. copy and, and once, once he, he got, got into, into that fantasy realm I was was like, like, Marcus, if if you ever want want to invite invite other writers, writers, can I please do something something in this ah, section of the the world? world. Like, Like, that that would be right right up my alley. I love love the the characters. I love the the idea idea of having having the fantasy universe universe connected to, you know, the more... Realistic, realistic or modern version of, of it that, that we have, uh and i was, I was like, like just so let me, let me if, if, you, if you if you will <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do, do, do <laughs> a little, <laughs> little one shot in I, I feel like it could be so much, much fun and there's so, so much, much to do in like that deadly living universe that like i, I, I feel, feel like we're only at the tip of the iceberg here
4: can you guys expand on that at all um marcus you had mentioned something earlier um absolutely would you guys be able to expand at all about the expanding of the deadly living universe
1: Absolutely. So, without giving away too much, um, the idea is to build out the living universe to this world where anything can happen. So, uh, one of our first, we have a program that we're going to be launching later this year called Serials, where it'll be uh, for one dollar you get an you get a four to eight page chapter um, uh, of a book that will be released. Each chapter will release each month for one dollar, and eventually be collected into one large digital collection. And um that book is called black skies and it's going to be taking place in the future of the dead living world wow. and you have <laughs> this whole blade runner that was what we were going to ask you about if you could tease that <laughs> yeah you know, but hey, hey you're, gonna go. you're gonna bring it up you're gonna bring it up uh it was one of the first books we announced because taylor and i have been working on that book for almost like a year now so we're hoping to really get the momentum going on that um we also i saw a little, back,
2: little really bit of it. it it's, it's, it's awesome, awesome. <laughs>
4: i love um, world building so you, you you got me at go so
1: <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad it's 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 something that i wrote for fun but it kind of plays into what one of my main focuses of the um dauntless formats is we're aiming for the one shot to um, graphic novella or what's also called a european album uh which is like these 40 to 64 to 96 page comics where you know, it's the perfect Sunday read. Like, it's something you can pick up, reading in like 20 to an hour, and you're not bogged down by reading 144 pages, or you're not bogged down by 80 years of continuity. It's something you can read in one go. And all the dead living one shots and stories, I wanna be able to tell complete stories in one book, where you get to see these characters, experience their lives, and everything that happens in that world. Um, we have one that we're working on that I can tease a little bit that I'm writing currently, uh, and it takes place in a, like, for example, Lawrence, not to spoil anything for the book of that living book one, but Lawrence is what we call an entry point city. So there, uh, at different points within the city, there's like magical barriers that those magical aspects of themselves can cross over from the ordinary world to the magical world. Uh, our net one, of the next books we're doing takes place firmly in the magical world. And is like essentially our Gotham City in that magical world. What happens when you have people <laughs> who can cross over, and now you have magical beings that have lived both in the ordinary world and on the flip side, in the magical world? What happens to a city that's filled with gambling, like magical gambling, and and you know all this other cool criminal organizations? Oh. Um, we we th- th- I can't tell you the title yet, but it's it's deep fantasy lore with mix of crime. And rebellion, and it's it's uh, the my co writer on the book is like this is our um, our Harry Potter our our Star Wars in the That's in awesome. the Dead Living Universe. So very cool. That's it, awesome. it's going to expand, and the hope is to bring writers like Easton and all different creators to work on individual stories that they are not chained by me. We have a small master brief of like here's here's what powers exist in the world. Here's what we've done so far go do whatever um, you want like that's that's, awesome. that's the motto that that's, awesome. that's, that's
0: great creativity. That's awesome i so, guess so uh, one of the last questions i have for you guys is um i was hoping you can talk more about your green light program and how some of our listeners could contribute um and joining your discord and some of the cool things that you were telling us about before we started recording
1: yeah uh Easton, are you okay if i take the wheel on this part absolutely, absolutely. yeah, yeah go, go for it, for it. Uh, so the Greenlight is our in-house crowdfunding platform on Dauntless. So um, essentially, like Kickstarter, you're, unlike Kickstarter, you're actually, you're backing the physical product because no matter what, the book's going to be made. might take a little longer to get made in the back end, but the idea is let's get the funds to the creators faster. Let's, let's bring the readers in into the process. So we, anytime someone becomes a producer on a Greenlight project, you get invited to a private Discord group that's going to have live Q and A's with Easton, drawing sessions with Jade, Sean will even do some lettering sessions like where you can see how he letters or formats the book for like 30 minutes to an hour. Um, uh, we'll anytime we get some art that we can share, that's not too much art, we'll share it before anyone else can see it in the Discord. Some, some of the art won't be seen until the book is out, but you guys are going to see it as part of the Discord group. Hopefully something new soon. soon. Yeah, within <laughs> the next couple of weeks.
4: that's super unique though like I I really can't think of anything else anyone else that's coming to my mind right now that's doing that so that's really that's bold of you guys and I I'm that's so cool it's it's a
3: nice way to bring the fans into the process too like you don't get a lot of behind the scenes especially in comics like you'll see people post like work in progress pages on on Twitter and Instagram but you don't you don't really get to watch the process happen and I think that that's a really cool thing
1: yeah, like that we're going to put script breakdowns in there like like here's a page from the manuscript and here's the final page and like Jade's pencils and oh, Sean wow. and the final art and stuff like that. Um we even have like Hyd hi- hi- hydr Hydrias and Leaf Pots that are like our moderators that float around <laughs> in the Discord group like she'll scold, scold you if you're doing something uh, wrong in the group <laughs> chat. It's, it's really funny. <laughs> You don't, you, don't his his side. Side. <laughs> you don't want to get on HJ's <laughs> <his> bad <best> side. You don't want to get on HJ's bad side. Yeah, you can go to dawnless.com, dawnlessstories.com uh, with three S's. Deese uh, and I just make a joke that, you know, we're going to have to get that printed on the sticker. Three S's in the middle of that <laughs> the Stories. Uh, but yeah, you can click green light. It'll take you right to the producer page. And we have four tiers, which are our digital tier, our physical edition tier. Um, we call it what we call the shadow pack that comes with an art I got that shadow pack. Stuff. You know, that's where I'm at. Yeah, right there now. you go. <laughs> and then we have a limited number of Titans pack, uh, where you'll get all the other cool goods that come with the other packs, but you also get an exclusive uh, sketch from Easton. See, now and, I, I regret ooh, not getting okay. that because <laughs>
0: having talked to Easton, I'm a, I might have can <laughs> no, I an upgrade?
2: <laughs> I I'll, I'll send I'll send you I'll
0: <laughs> right, well, appreciate it. I appreciate it.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, so well, ba- basically, it's it's by signing up as a producer, you're not only helping us and the creators, but you get to be a part of the process. And, you know, you get to see what we what we love about making comic books and and everything that goes into making one. And the blood sweat and tears that it takes yeah, that's it's awesome. just it's an experience that we hope we'll catch on sooner
0: oh that's awesome man uh, i want to thank you both for joining us and
4: uh, uh keep, thank you so oh, much sure. for joining us today yeah. that
0: it was it, it was a privilege
4: Great. and a pleasure getting to talk to both of you and you you guys are are, are
0: awesome <laughs> no thank, thank you, you thank you
2: yeah thank no, you very you. much uh yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for, for having us, us. It, was it was really great to connect with all of you, all of you. Uh, um i'd, I'd love, love to, to just in stay in touch, touch on twitter, twitter. um keep, keep you know keep in touch keep and, chat and chat some more, more. Again, again apologies, apologies about, about the uh the crappy internet, internet at the beginning thing. uh it's the worst sometimes yeah it's just our company in general it's just terrible but uh anyway i'm not gonna get into that uh but honestly it's been so much fun chatting with you guys so again thank you so much um for the great insightful questions too Thank you, man. Keep Marcus, do you want
1: Marcus? Do you want to take us out? Yeah. So make sure you follow us on Twitter, Dauntless Stories. This time there's only two S's, and uh, <laughs> keep your eyes out for some new books from us in the next coming month. All right, Red. Thank you. Until next time, guys. We'll see you soon.